0: listening to the Derek Sante podcast, the show that brings you insightful conversations about everyday topics. We just aim to keep the discussion above the average. Our guests are the ones bringing the social proof to the conversation. Let's get into it. I'm your host, Derek Sante, and today I'm back with an oldie but goodie friend. Um, You guys met her on the second episode of the show. Uh, I have back returning, Miss Donna Brissett. Now,
1: Hi, everybody. Now,
0: now, <laughs> now I got to give you the intro for those who don't know who she is. And if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to episode number two, I do recommend you go back and listen to that. Um, she is a YouTuber. She is a blogger. She is um, someone who does a lot of marketing and creates content for not just herself, but others. Um, she is a professional shopper. I just learned that. Um, so mm. we're gonna find out what that means, and I wanted to dive in and follow up with Donna about her progress uh, since the beginning of the year when we spoke. And I know she's accomplished quite a bit because I do follow, um, but I also want to get her to kind of share some of the obstacles she's gone through, the successes, the failures, you know, the the up and ups and downs of being um, a content creator and a YouTuber, and all those other things that she does. And the challenges that come with it, just so that if you're looking to get into that same field or lane, um, that you have an understanding as to what you're getting into, and then also some of the benefits to being there and and grinding and and getting through those moments. So without further ado, please welcome back, Donna Reset. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much. What an intro. I can never get used to that.
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> it's it's not it's not easy. It's it's not easy um, when you have too many things going on for you.
1: Hey, you're, when, making, you're making my you job want that harder. That girl, <laughs> I, I'm liking that girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now, give us a bit of a, a, a backstory to our first conversation. We spoke quite a bit about um, you being a YouTuber, getting into that, and then also minimalist. Um, and all those different things that you were a part of in our first conversation, has any of those things changed since we last spoke? Wow,
1: so much of that has changed. Um, I'm definitely still a YouTuber. Um, However, where I am on my journey now is sort of like night and day compared to where I was before. Uh, I'm definitely still a minimalist at heart. Um, However, I'm at a point now in my career where I just accumulate a lot of stuff because there's just a lot of brands that reach out to me. They send me things or I try things to share my, you know, advice or opinion on it with my audience. Um, the mentality is still there, which I think is important when you're considering minimalism, you always have to have it in your mind. That way you can act on it. Mm-hmm. And in terms of like with YouTube, the major changes have just been major growth, which are all really good things. So I have become more of a businesswoman Now I'm building my brand. And everything that I'm doing is just like the proof in the pudding, like the proof in the pudding, I should say, like everything, all the pieces are just aligning and working together and lots of exciting things are happening right now. So I'm really excited about
0: that. Nice. So, so you mentioned brands are reaching out. What does that look like when they're reaching out? What do you mean when they say, you know, you're reaching out to you?
1: Well, when a brand reaches out, it can mean two things. they're either reaching out and trying to get you to work for free or they're reaching (laughs) out and they're trying to throw money your way. So right now I'm at the point where I have to turn down a lot of opportunities because they're just not offering me what I'm worth. Mm. And um, now that I know what my worth is, what I'm capable of, and just all the things that I continue to amaze myself that I can do, uh, I won't settle for less. And I feel so good to be in a position where i can say no with confidence
2: mm-hmm.
1: and to say yes with gratitude for the ones that are worth my energy and my time
0: wow so <laughs> I know. so now now i know i know in in the spirit of fat joe he says yesterday's price is not today's price the price has gone up so
1: those are facts
0: what is <laughs> <laughs> yes i do agree so what were you worth yesterday and what are you worth today for a simple task? I'll give you an example. So let's say, well, I'm saying simple because I don't know how much goes into it, but I do know that there's a lot of work that goes into what you do. But help me out here. If I I'll am say, a brand, uh-huh. hold on, I'll give you a scenario. So if I'm the brand and I call you and I say, hey, um, I'm looking to, you know, showcase or have you do a review on one of my products and an honest review and place it in a way that, you know, your your viewers will benefit from it or see it from a different perspective. Now, what do yeah. you say to me at that point?
1: At that point, I would ask you what your budget is, because if your budget isn't where it needs to be to match what I deserve to be compensated for, the conversation sort of has to be on a pause until a budget does come up. Okay. Um, so I have a budget. We'll try- okay. <laughs>
0: My budget is a thousand dollars.
1: Okay. For a thousand dollars, we can talk about next step. We can talk about strategy because for a thousand dollars, you're not going to be able to get the full package, but you might be able to get pieces of the package. And then later on, add things on need be.
0: I see. I see. But if you want the full
1: The full full package, $1,000 just isn't going to cut
0: it. Okay. Now, I don't know if you disclose your prices, but I know it changes um, with time and and obviously the bigger people get and whatnot. So I'm not going to get you to disclose that. But what I want to ask is, so if I did show up with that $1,000 and I wanted what I described, what part of that would I be able to get? What would you be able to provide for me?
1: What were the things that you described again? Um,
0: I just want—I have a product. My product is, um, uh, what do you call it? In—in house slippers. Okay. Right. I think they're very comfortable. It's the best thing since sliced bread. And I think you have the personality to do it justice for me, so that you know some of your your viewers can actually go out and, and pick up a, a pair.
1: Okay, so prior to even agreeing to that price, there would be a lot of questions that I would ask um, because. The answers to those questions would let me know if there's more things that need to be added to the price. Got it. But I would accept a deal for $1,000 for a review of Slippers. Obviously, the review would be honest, but Mm -hmm. there would be no um, exclusivity with that. You wouldn't be able to use my content on any other platform besides my own. You'd have to ask me permission to use anything that I create for you. Um, And it would just be something as simple as that. A simple review, it can be a photo review, it can be a video review. Obviously, if it's something like a photo, it would definitely cost less than a video because a video is more time. Mm -hmm. But I think an honest review, a $1,000 would be a great place to start, depending on the brand, because I always price the brand and not give a general price.
0: Got it. Got it. When you say price the brand based on what the brand is... uh, uh, what their quality and, and what they represent. Is that what you're alluding to?
1: When I say price the brand, I mean like the full package of the brand, like how big is the brand? Where's the brand located? Does my audience actually have like accessibility to get the products? Um, What is the value of the products? Because if you're, you know, letting me try like $3,000 slippers, (laughs) $1,000 is not going to cut it for a review of that item. But if it's like a, for example, $50 slipper, and I realize that it's affordable, um, my audience would be able to relate to it. Mm -hmm. If I see excellent value in it, There are times that I might be able to accept a lower rate like that, but again, that would mean that you wouldn't get all the extras that go along with it. And brands these days, they really need, um, creators or individuals in general who are going to work with them that are going to offer them long-term value. Mm -hmm. So a price like that wouldn't really get you that long-term value. And I'm in the business to build relationships. Right. So that's why I'm so selective on things. I'm not here for like a one-off or like a get rich quick type of thing. I'm here to build relationships because I'm going to bring it to my audience. I need to love it. I need to know that they're going to love it. And if we all love it, there's no point in me going anywhere. Right, right.
0: I like that. I like that. Wow. So now a few things that you mentioned, I think that were, were very, very, very powerful. And you said you... You know when to say yes and when to say no. Now, there's so many of us out there who can't say yes or no. It's, yeah. You know, in situations where they need to say yes or no. Where where does that come from? How did you develop that confidence and and the know-how to even be able to identify, Wait, oh, yeah, this is where I need to say no and this is when I need to say yes? I
1: started believing in myself. But when I say believing in myself, I mean like... Fully believing in myself, no doubt, um, my number one supporter, uh, because I've learned that although I have amazing supporters, I need to start believing in myself as much as they do. Mm -hmm. And that's really where the confidence boost came in, because in the past I had lack of confidence, you know, um, and it's it's an ongoing struggle that I feel so many people can relate to or they go through. Um, but for me, I just, I, for me, one day I woke up and it clicked that there's people showing up for you every single day. Why mm-hmm. do they show up for you? What can you do to start thinking with their mentality, those same thoughts about yourself? And then I learned um, that I just did so much, you know, I did mm-hmm. so much, but I feel like as a Black woman, I oftentimes look at it like I could still do more. And so I just completely had to rewire my mentality to understand that I am doing my best. Mm -hmm. I'm the best version of me. And if I can't back me, I don't think a brand should work with me because I need to be confident in myself to give you the best piece of content that you can uh, promote or have, or to just be a good representation of your brand. And I'm my own brand now. So if I can't, I, if I can't 100% back my brand, I'm no good to anyone else. And so that's where the the big change came in and also knowledge. The more that I learned, the more I realized I've got this. And I definitely think having more knowledge and like an educational background on where I want to be really helped me to show up with my best suit Mm -hmm. (laughs) as opposed to showing up, you know. Not
0: really just for the occasion, right? Right. So intellectual property is what you kind of mentioned when you said that a brand can only use your content with your permission. Yeah. So how does that work in a contractual agreement? Like I I came to you, I paid the thousand dollars to get my measly work done because I can't afford, you know, the full package.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And so you created a video for me. It's a one minute video. And so now I, so how does that work? You're going to post a video on my behalf or do I get to post a video?
1: So how that would work is that I would post the video and bring it to my audience. So mm-hmm. essentially um, what this means is you're just renting my audience for that $1,000. So gotcha. I have full control as to what I'm going to do as the creative and you have to approve it. Right. Right. So once we both come to an agreement on what this content batch or this content idea is going to be, then I would post it on my end. Mm -hmm. You don't have access to repurpose this. So if two weeks down the road, you realize you loved it. The engagement was exactly what you were expecting or better. And you decide, let me just take this and post it on my page. You're going to actually owe me for that. And you're going to have to pay me for the time that you've used that because I didn't grant you usage, right? And Mm -hmm. unless we negotiated that in the contract, you have to understand as a brand that I created this, I made this, I own it. If you want to borrow it, you're going to have to pay me to borrow it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's um, something that a lot of entrepreneurs or creatives, they just don't understand is that whatever you create, whatever you do, you own that. No one else owns it unless they're going to pay you to use it.
0: Got it. Got it. Now, I'm being technical, but I'm, I'm not sure what the details of this question I'm going to ask you entails, but I'm, I'm hoping you might have something. If you don't, it's not a problem. We'll both go and you know look it up ourselves. But if you post something on one of these social media platforms, from what I understand, it becomes their property. And so if I were to snatch it off of there and use it, I guess because I had the contractual agreement with you for you to produce it that's where the ties come in even though it technically belongs to that platform
1: do you mean like posting something on instagram and then taking it from instagram and posting it onto facebook yeah okay so if we have an agreement where i'm gonna post i'm gonna post on my platform under my name Mm -hmm. um content for your brand you don't have a right to use it on your Instagram page. You don't have a right to use it on your Facebook page. You don't have a right to promote it anywhere else besides where it is on my page. Now, if you did want to have that and repost it or repurpose it or use it even for paid advertising, Mm -hmm. all those things have a term and all those terms cost money. So if you want to have all those extras, that wouldn't be included in the $1,000, which is why I said, We have to be very selective on what we can do in that $1,000 because you wouldn't get the full package. Now, obviously the full package would be more value Mm -hmm. and it's obviously one piece of content that you can use, for example, like 10 different ways, right? Right. Um, But think about it as hiring an actor, an actress, a production crew, you know, everybody and anybody that you need in order to make an ad come to life, it's going to cost you well over $25,000. Right. So if you're going to hire one person to do the job of 10, I think it's only fair that you pay them exactly what they're asking for because most most times they're asking for what they're worth and they deserve that.
0: Right, right. I appreciate you sharing that. No problem. You also talked about knowledge of, of just, you know, educating yourself on certain things. But can you share what some of those things were that helped you get through, like when you talked about knowledge? Gaining more knowledge in what areas?
2: So
1: I knew I always wanted to work with brands. I just didn't know how. So mm-hmm. I came across a course that taught exactly that how to get brand deals. And initially going in, I didn't even know. Um, how to speak to a brand. It was sort of like I spoke a foreign language and I couldn't speak their native language Mm -hmm. because I was so intimidated to approach them. I didn't even know how to find them, to be honest. Mm -hmm. It was like, you go on a website and you expect to have the contact information for who you need, but it's, it's usually not there. There's like a science behind finding out that info. And there's also a science on how to communicate with them. That way they actually care enough to open up to that email. Um, so I had to invest in my time and my knowledge to learn all that. And I feel like once I learned it and I realized I was just naturally good at it, Mm -hmm. Um, the confidence just instantly started like (laughs) exploding because it wasn't anymore. I'm not sure what I would say if they said something, it was okay. When you say this, I'm going to say this.
0: Right. Right. Wow. So the course that you took, is that something that you recommend to anybody that's trying to get involved with uh, this journey of becoming content creator?
1: Definitely. I 100% recommend the course that I took because it's one of those courses that pretty much anybody can understand at any level in their career journey. Like the one thing I would say is that you would have to have experience working with friends before in order to understand because it's, it's different than um, having something gifted to you for free because, mm. you know, there's no expectation behind that. Right. But if you're getting paid for a service, there's so much more that you need to do in order to protect yourself from any pickups um, that you might have later on down the road. And it's definitely going to save you from any legal issues that you might have as well. So, you know, there, there's going to be brands that do want to work with you. And then for whatever reason, they decide that they want to take a break or they want to stop or they want to explore their options you need to figure out ways where you can keep yourself sustainable because brands can change their mind, but if it affects your livelihood, you need to factor that into every contract and every deal Mm -hmm. that way you're protected. Um, for example, I learned in the course, which I reviewed on YouTube as well, I learned that there are some people who have signed contracts without reading, right? And I know that it sounds so crazy, like who would sign a contract without reading, (laughs) but as a creator, you oftentimes feel like you're not in control. Mm. So you pretty much agree to whatever they're saying, because you don't want to lose out on the opportunity. And you also don't want to make it come across as you're giving a hard time. However, the truth is, and I've learned this after taking that course is that you have the most power, Mm -hmm. You have the most power because without you, there's no ad. Without your deliverables, there's really nothing there. They're going to have to start over from square one. So if you don't agree to something, it's your job as a creative to speak up about it because they're not going to. (laughs) And more times than not, you know, everyone is always looking for the best deal. So, of course, when they offer you a number, you should always try to negotiate and get more Um, because you don't ever want to be in a situation where you walk away with money on the table. And I feel like that was one of my biggest takeaways from the course as well. I learned how to stop leaving money on the table unless it was money that I never wanted to accept in the first
3: place. Are you looking for the finishing touch to wash day, a special occasion, or just a play date? Graham Bear has you covered. We offer a wide selection of accessories. You will love our plant-based hair clips and fabric bows, bow ties for daddy and me, and our best-selling turban headbands, which are perfect for your mommy and me looks. We're a Canadian-based handmade shop. Our products are made to order with love, care, and attention to details. We offer fast local and international shipping. Our accessories are made for making memories in. Visit us at grahambear.ca for all your family accessory needs. Follow us on Instagram at Graham Bear to see our products in action, know about promos and contests. Be sure to use promo code DAPS10, that's D-A-P-S-10, for 10% off your next purchase.
0: Now, I haven't heard that term. I understand that term. Don't leave anything <laughs> on the table. Can you... <laughs> Can you, can you break that down for anybody listening right now? Because I think it's important and I might share, share my, my thoughts on it after you've shared uh, what, what it means to you.
1: Yeah. So actually recently I was on a zoom call and Chris Roth was a guest speaker And I'm using this example um, because I felt like it's the most relatable and it's also just a make sense type of scenario. Mm -hmm. He was speaking about how he knows so many famous people. I mean, obviously, he's Chris Rock. He pretty much knows any and everybody that he needs to know. Mm -hmm. And so he had another celebrity friend and um, that specific friend would always get Um, questions from other friends saying that they want that person to help them get into like this neighborhood that they want to get into because they want to buy like property there. Mm -hmm. And this person was always saying, I have so much connections, right? I can literally make anything happen for anybody. Why ask for something so little that you can do on your own when you can ask for more? Because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's not going to hurt you to ask for more, But it will hurt you to ask for less because at that point, you won't be able to get more. Mm. And that kind of sunk in with me until this day because I realized why ask for something that you can attain on your own when you can ask for things that maybe you didn't see that it was possible, right? Like, it's like playing a game of basketball. You're going to make zero shots if you don't take a shot. But the more shots you take, likely the more points you're going to make. So I look at it like that when it comes to brand deals or just working with brands. I always negotiate. I always ask for more than what they're asking for because it's either they're going to say yes or they're going to meet me in the middle or they're going to offer me whatever number I offered. But the likelihood of it just being a no and and that's it. I mean, I'd rather take my shot asking for more than just settling for less.
0: So... I agree with you. Don't leave anything on the table, not a penny. Right. (laughs) So the other day I asked somebody, what would you do if you saw a nickel on the floor? Would you pick it up or walk by it? Because you think it's nothing. And they said, well, they'll just walk by. What am I going to do with five cents? I said, okay, that's the difference between you and I. I'll pick it up. Oh yeah. I would pick it up too. (laughs) Right. I'm picking that up because I know it adds up. Right. Um, and, And that just comes with more experience and being exposed to different things and so forth. But To your point that you just made, I do agree with you before I go any further. I'm just going to play devil's advocate. If somebody listening says, well, wouldn't you be greedy if you're asking for more than what you think you should get and, and so forth? What would you say to somebody who thinks that?
1: I don't think you're being greedy. I think you're taking chances and you're trying to create moves for yourself. Like, why limit yourself when there's an option to get more? It's good to be humble and it's good to be grateful and it's good to accept, you know, all the good things coming your way. However, you're the one that's standing in the way of you exceeding. And if you want to step back and stop um, limiting yourself, you really need to start shooting higher than you want to, because that's the only way that you're going to actually achieve more, mm. like at a faster
0: rate. So it, it's, it's interesting. Um, that's great. That's a great point. By the way, you have to be invested in you, um, in every aspect. That means you believe in what you do. You believe in what you have to offer. You believe that you can deliver. You just have to believe more than anybody else believes. Right. Oh yeah. And I think i 100% agree with that. No, it's, it's true because a lot of people I find it's easier to point fingers, right? To say, oh, but that person this then that person that they don't look at themselves, right? No one wants to look in that mirror. It's easier to look at somebody else because then you don't know what you look like. Yeah. Right. In that moment. But more importantly to that person who might think that it's greedy for you to be negotiating for what you think you're worth or what you believe you're worth, you're far off. You're wrong because that business or the person that you're in negotiation with is thinking, how can I walk away with everything that's on this table? Right. Right. And if you go into a negotiation, by the way, it's business. It's not anything personal. It's business. You mm-hmm. should position yourself to get the best deal out of the situation. And that's what we call a negotiation. Right. And it is a capitalistic world. You can't change that. That's just the economy that we're all, it's, it's, you know, we're all a part of the same ecosystem here. Right. As much as people want to think that you can just meditate and the world changes into something else. It's not the case because human beings aren't changing that rapidly. Right. You know, and that's those are the people you have to negotiate with. So keep that in mind. You're not being greedy if you ask for more than what somebody else thinks is too much. Yeah. Right. So it's never too much. There's enough to go around for everybody. But don't be shy about asking for what you think you deserve and what your energy and your time that you will never get back, by the way is worth for that moment. Exactly. Now, how do you know when it's the best deal that you've gotten?
1: If it's the best deal that you've gotten, you're going to feel good about it. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I
1: feel like um, a lot of these deals, especially when you're building your own brand,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um, all the deals that you make really need to be feel-good deals. They need to be a deal that you're proud of. They need to be a deal that your audience is going to love and benefit from because without your audience, essentially you have no deal. And uh, these brands, they they know who has the confidence mm-hmm. and they know, they know a lot about what you're doing behind the scenes, even though you might not say it because there's systems out there that will detect if you're buying followers or right. if you're buying likes. And there's systems out there that will show them what real engagement is. So if you're going to be one of those dishonest people who are going to say like, you know, I have this engagement rate, I get on average this many likes or I have this many subscribers there's a system out there that these companies pay for on a regular. It's not even a secret, but they have these systems where they can detect all these things. Yep. And brands are very smart because at the end of the day, they have money to pay for this. And they also want to make sure that they're sending their money to a good place. Yeah. Um, they're spending it on something that's actually going to help them to get a return. And uh, you shouldn't get yourself in a situation where you get caught up in all that.
0: So, can you share one of your best deal, you know, examples with us? Most recent one that you've experienced that was like a feel-good deal that you're like, oh you know Oh my what?
1: goodness. You no,
0: know, you don't have to disclose the brand, right? Yeah. We're, not, we're not giving free promos here. So <laughs> you don't have to give their names, but just okay. the deal and how it made you feel.
1: So the deal that I have right now that makes me feel the best is I am... Helping other creators uh, reach their goals um, because the same information that I was taught, I learned it so well that now I'm getting paid to help others understand it. Nice. And for me, that's the biggest win um, because I was on the other end of this not too long ago, just a few months ago, you know, and I learned something, I mastered it instantly. And now I'm in a position where I'm getting paid to do the things that I learned.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's a come up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is a come up and a win. And I'm so happy about it.
0: Now, now how important is mastery? Because you're talking about you mastered this, this opportunity, this program. And then now you're the one, you know, leading the way. Like, yeah. what, what does it mean when you say mastery? Like, what did you master?
1: I mastered. Uh, Understanding how to communicate with Mm brands, I've mastered Understanding what my worth is Which again I feel like is the biggest Struggle for pretty much Anybody it doesn't matter what profession You know you're in it doesn't Matter what you're doing or what your beliefs Are I feel like Confidence is one Of the best things that you can wear Walking into any negotiation And confidence Is also contagious Right. So if I fully believe in what I'm saying or what I'm doing, it's only natural that people are gonna gravitate to that because they want they want to cheer you on with your confidence too, because you believe in you, they believe in you. Let's just believe in all these things together because you are just so passionate about it. It's that type of passion that keeps people around for a while.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. How many how many hours would you say on on average? you put in during this phase where you are mastering this this communication?
1: I would say I put in well over 40 hours a week because um, everything that I do at this point is meticulous. Um, I talked about this in another live session that I did recently, but I was saying to um, the people in the session that right now you have to start thinking about where you want to be. If you can start thinking about where you want to be, then you're going to know what you need to do with your time. Mm. And once you know what to do with your time, the only outcome that's going to come out from that is you're going to be working smarter. And it's just proven that if you can work smarter, you're going to get to where you need to be so much faster. And so that's sort of where I am right now, where I just, even though I put in all these hours of work, (laughs) I feel like every move that I've made is for a step, towards where I want to be in the future Mm. and things are just working out because I have the ability to think like that. I have the ability to manage my time better and I have the ability to understand what's worth my time and what isn't because I could do 40 hours a week and waste my time (laughs) or I could do 40 hours a week and set myself up for two extra weeks of work in the future, right?
0: That is so incredible. You know, it's funny, as you're speaking, I'm thinking back three, four years ago um, (laughs) when we first kind of, you know, in the early stages in our our connection. Yeah. And you're a totally different person.
1: I really am. I mean, I'm still me, but like the confidence has made me a different person.
0: Well, definitely. (laughs) That's, that's so, it's a complete, you know, um, 180 for me. And I'm thinking that's, it's, it's beautiful to watch, by the way. Just,
1: Thank you. Yeah,
0: it's incredible. It's incredible. But mind you, mind you, if you recall, <laughs> I've been the one telling you, you need to just do what you're supposed to be doing.
1: You have always been there to tell me that I should be doing what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> like you, you were
0: playing too much earlier on. So. I
1: really was. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know what? I'm going to be completely honest with you. I was so scared to let people know me. that that's really what stopped me from becoming the version of myself that I am now versus the version of myself that I was before. Um, Again, it all boils down to learning to love yourself and learning to be confident in yourself because once you can do those things, it's so easy to see what other people see in you.
0: (laughs) It's, it's liberating though. It's liberating.
1: I mean, I wish everybody could go through this. I just, it's so powerful. Yeah. It is the most powerful thing that you can possibly do for yourself is
0: yeah. to believe in yourself. Yeah. yeah. I, I try, like, I really try and tell people that, like, I remember telling some people why I don't care too much what people think of me or about me or, or what I'm doing and all that stuff. And they don't realize what I'm saying when I say it, they just think, um, you know, self-absorbed or somebody who's just stuck in their own bubble. But the reality is, if I don't care about me more than anybody else or anything else, then everything else is going to have an impact in the decisions that I make moving forward. Yeah. And if other people's, you know, opinions are shaping my decisions, I'm not going to be the one that's going to get where I need to be.
1: That's so true.
0: Right? You know, so and that's the thing. People don't realize. Like, it's it's all starts with you. I don't care what your background is, where you've come up through. Those things have shaped you to become a stronger person, but only if you allow that person to shine.
1: It's so true.
0: You know, and so, but kudos to you. Kudos to you. Now, I want to find out about your followers and how you got those numbers up. Because I noticed when we first spoke, <laughs> you were in the 500s and now it's a different level that you're at. Talk to me about yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, recently, I kept working my butt off, as always, and then I got monetized on YouTube. Ooh, and we, was... getting <laughs>
0: we getting paid. We're getting
1: paid. Listen, if anybody earned this, if anybody earned this. We know that it was me, yeah,
0: that's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> yeah, so mm. i um I kind of took a step back from the numbers game mm. and I started focusing on understanding my analytics, which my analytics has all the information that helps me to work smarter. So it lets me know like where my audience is watching from, what they're interested in. Um, so you know, geographic information, so stuff I'm, like that. I'm
0: gonna interrupt you for a second, okay. Can I commission you to teach me that?
1: I would definitely teach you this.
0: All right. I got it on record, by the way. Thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You (laughs) said commission. (laughs) I know, I know. the
0: table. No, 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 no. I no, I'm definitely commissioning. I'm just making sure that we follow through and you teaching me that.
1: I will definitely teach you. All right. It's one of those things initially when someone told me I need to understand my analytics, I kept thinking, like, okay, here you go talking about analytics again. Like, mm-hmm. what is analytics? How do I understand analytics? I just had this negative attitude towards it because I just didn't get it. It was just ignorance, right? For lack of better words. Like you don't know something, so you just naturally don't like it because yeah. you know don't don't know it. And so I I put in the work. The Mm -hmm. more work you put in, the more analytics are going to show up. And the more information that the system has to explain to you and show you, the smarter you can work. And so I sort of had, I obviously had a goal that I wanted to be monetized before the year end. Otherwise, I'd have to start all over from scratch because you have to make it in one calendar year, right? Right. And I took a step back because the numbers can kind of, you know, it can kind of, you know, bring you down or it'll be a hit to your morale for sure. Um, And when I realized I was obsessing over this number, I realized, hold up. You know, there's no therapist here to tell you, you to take a step back. So make sure that if you're obsessing about this and you don't like how it makes you feel, it's your job as a person in charge of you to understand that that's not a healthy approach for you. And so instead of checking the numbers uh, in, in my growth, because I was growing at a fast rate, but I did believe I can grow faster, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to take away from my ups. Because of that one down. So right. I said, let me just stop focusing so much on the number and start focusing on producing content that people actually want to see. So I started surveying my audience. Mm. I started um, engaging with them more than I did before, even though I've always engaged with my audience. But I, it became a priority for me because right. the more I spoke with them, the more I learned from them the better off I would be to serve them, right? Yes. And um, since then, I just, the the analytics and I got married. (laughs) We're in a relationship. (laughs) (laughs) And and because of that, the numbers, every day I wake up to numbers that, this is where the confidence um, separates from the being conceited attitude. Mm -hmm. Every day I wake up and I say, oh my gosh. Numbers grew like people are here for me, like yeah. they're here for me, yeah. And it makes me feel so thankful because they could be spending their time anywhere else in the world, but instead, they choose to spend it with me. And right now, I have 1.3 thousand subscribers, mm. and almost every single video I post is over a thousand. So, nice. what that means is that it doesn't matter if you're subscribed or you're not. Every video I post, the entire number that I have is showing up and done. Done. And that's powerful. Done. Because you don't have to commit to me, but you're here anyway every right. single time. And that that counts for a lot. <laughs> hey,
0: yesterday's price is not today's price. <laughs> that
1: counts for a lot.
0: <laughs> the price went up.
1: It sure did. It
0: went up. Oh, man. It sure did. What, what information did you discover about your audience um, through the analytics that you didn't know before that kind of made you think,
1: ah? I understood that people wanted me to give them an experience that they couldn't find somewhere else. Um, I wasn't necessarily trying to sell them something. I was showing them things from my point of view, which is what they wanted to see, but I was too scared to do that before.
2: Right.
1: Um, and... At this time, I feel like so many people want to go to the store, but they also don't want to go to the store and get disappointed with what's there. Right. So oftentimes I get comments on almost every single video where someone says, thanks for taking me around the store. I'm going to get this or, oh, I didn't know they had that. I'm going to get one, too. Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't ask you to buy anything. I didn't ask you to leave your house and get anything. But you saw it from my point of view. Mm-hmm. You saw that I wasn't selling you something and you saw that I gave you my honest opinion. And until this day, I have not heard someone say that they tried something I recommended and they didn't like it. And I'm holding on to that for as long as I can. I'm gonna ride with that for yeah. <laughs> as long as I can because that's that's not a common thing. It's very unique. Um and I think that's really what sets me apart. I'm not trying to be like anyone else. I'm just doing my own thing for my people. And they love that I'm here for them. They, they often say, I'm one of the very few YouTubers who actually care about what their audience has to say or their opinions or what they want to see. Um, I started randomly asking my audience to let me know if they have any requests for videos. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that by asking that question every single time I would have several requests. And so now my audience, they feel that I make these videos specifically for them because I did make it specifically for you. If you wanted to see if you wanted to see something very specific and then it shows up in an upcoming video and it says subscriber request, you know that this entire video was Mm. dedicated to you. And that is not something you're going to get in everyone else's video. That's also not something that you're going to get. Anywhere else in any corner of the internet. So that's why you show up every time because, you know, if you want to see something, all you have to do is express it to me. And even though it might not happen the very next video or that same week, you know that when you see that video come up and it says subscriber request and either I say your name, your name was written, or I just mentioned that several people requested this one specific thing. Right. Know that you are those several people. Like you are valued. Your time is so appreciated, and this is my thank you to you.
0: Well, I'm glad I have you in my corner. <laughs>
1: um, I'm glad I have you in my corner too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is this is you awesome. believed
1: in me when I wasn't there yet, and I'm gonna tell you, like if it wasn't for that. I wouldn't even know how to believe in myself. Now I get it. Now I understand why you believed in me so much. And yeah. and I just hope that everyone can at some point in their life find their people.
2: Yeah.
1: Find their people, yeah. hold on to those people and value them. Let them know that they're appreciated because you're only as good as your people, that's right? It. And if your that's people it. are not good, you probably have the wrong people. <laughs>
0: right. right. Well, well, you you might think you're good, but you're really not. Yeah, because <laughs> they do reflect who you are.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that know? is very true.
0: So, but I think I think the people um, appreciate what you do because the impact your the impact you have on them is one that matters, right? It's not it's not impact like any other impact. I mean, if I tune in and I realize, wait a minute, you're talking about something that I mentioned in a comment that I would like to see, that's going to make me feel extremely special. I'm going to tell somebody else about this channel because she's cool and this is what she does. Right. So that's how the community grows. You don't have to do the legwork. They will do it for you if you take care of them. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's very, very powerful. I'm, I'm glad you're going through what you're going through now. Thank you. You mentioned something earlier, um, your brand, talk to me about your brand because I don't think anybody and everybody that tuned in today for this one is gonna be aware of your brand. so please take this moment. What is your brand? what does it represent and and you know what does it embody?
2: So,
1: my name is Dean Donna. I have so many names. I wear so many hats (laughs) and I'm a Canadian creator. I'm a co shopper. I'm a mom. I'm a blogger. I am a lot of things. And what I like to do is I like to shop. And for a long time, I viewed shopping as a negative thing because oftentimes society just has a habit to spend too much or get things that they don't need. Again, that minimalist mentality kicking in. Um, And I decided I don't want to have a passion that I love and have it be a negative thing anymore. I want to turn my passion into something good that's going to do good and make me feel good. And when I realized that there was a way that I can bridge my love for shopping with sharing my shopping experiences and my hauls and my product reviews and things like that with a bigger audience, I realized that that's my place. That's where I wanted to be. And that's sort of how DNFam became all that it is right now because I'm myself as a person, but I'm also a mom. I'm a family person. And I'm creating content that is not just for a single person, an elderly person, a teenager, a child, people who only have families. I'm creating content that can reach anybody. And that's what I love. I just, I love connecting with people. I love networking. I love being creative. And I love just being able to have the freedom to do what makes me happy. And that was always my goal in life. I always wanted to be happy. I always wanted to wake up every day and do something that made me feel happy. And I'm here. I'm doing it. And <laughs> it's, I never in a million years thought that it would look like this. hmm but now it feels like this is the way it was always supposed to be. I don't see it any other way. And I'm getting opportunities come my way that I never I never thought would be for me. But now the way I view it is who else but me, you know? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yep, 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 and yep.
1: It, it's an amazing thing.
0: And it's funny you mentioned, um, you know, you didn't dream it would look like this. And as you said those words, it just reminded me of a conversation I had with a very good friend of mine. Um, She's also been a guest. And the conversation is about whether you miss your opportunity, right? Um, Your dream. And so I was saying to her that sometimes we create this image of what the dream is supposed to look like. Yeah. And we fixate on it, right? We fixate on it. And that's what we're working towards, but the problem is when you fixate on one thing, you miss everything that's happening around that one thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And so I said to her, I said, what if the moment you're waiting for has come and passed because it was in a different outfit that day?
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And, and you're still chasing this one image. Meanwhile, you've missed right. three or four of it because it presents itself in different ways. And that's what opportunity is. Right. Dreams are the same thing. You might have a dream, but you have to be able to recognize that dreams do alter.
1: They sure do.
0: Right? With more experience, they should, right? And so that just reminded me of that conversation and that was a very powerful moment that we shared. Yeah, I think it's a very powerful
1: thing for sure.
0: Yeah. Now, I reversed the structure of the program today just because it's you.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) So
0: I normally I normally open with a quote and I hadn't opened with a quote. So now I got your quote for you. And I want to get your thoughts on it, okay? Okay. It reads, however challenging the journey may seem, there is always a victory to be celebrated. What comes to mind when you hear that?
1: Wow. Um, first of all, I just need to take a moment to let that sink in because that is very powerful. Um, two, whenever... I think of that. I think of this image I saw maybe 10 years ago where there was a guy digging for gold or diamonds underground. There was two guys. Mm. One of them was digging and just got tired of digging because he, I guess he felt like he would never make it. So he just stopped. Little did he know he was just a couple like more swings at actually reaching the diamonds and the gold. Whereas there's this other guy who was sweating like his like he was drenched in sweat. Like he looked like the one that should have given up. Mm -hmm. But he didn't give up because he he knew that if he gave up, he would never get there.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. So he just kept pushing through. And I I that's the image that I thought of like when you read the quote. Um, But speaking freehand, I feel like you should never give up because you don't know what opportunities are behind any door. And if you close the doors, none will ever open. So Uh, you just got to keep pushing on um, because everybody can win. mm -hmm. Now, the people who win are the people who never give up. That's right. Do you want to be one of those people or do you want to be one of those people that give up?
0: That's it. That's it. Never quit. Never. Never. Quit.
1: Nah. never ever. I tell my daughters to always try again.
0: <laughs> right. Right.
1: <laughs> always try again. You're better off trying again than giving up.
0: That's it. That's it. You're better. you better you can never you can never go wrong trying again. No. Right? You just increase your chances every time you try.
1: Every single time. So
0: Oh, that's awesome. I appreciate you sharing your thoughts on that. I
1: love that one. All right, How that, interesting, like one quote can just take you back like 10 years.
0: Right, right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> but, that's, but, but that's, again, that's that's the impact, right? That's the impact yeah. that some of these quotes and words have on us that we take for granted sometimes. Or we, we, we tuck it away in the back of our minds and somehow we're able to, you know, uh, return to them when when we need to. Sometimes we forget about them, but again... I think we use the tools we need when we're in that situation. Right. So for sure. So that's, that's my goodness. So now I'm not going to put this company on, on, on air, but (laughs) you tend to visit the store quite a bit. Yeah. Has anyone ever approached you to say, listen, you can't be filming in here or are you doing some Carmen San Diego incognito kind of filming?
1: No, never once. In fact, um, sometimes they ask me if they can help me take the shot or take the picture, and I'm like, "What? Okay, sure."
0: <laughs> that's incredible. That's you actually love smart. Me,
1: I love you, so let's do it. <laughs>
0: that is smart, though, because it, it works. It works in their favor.
1: Yeah. um, I also think it depends on your personality and your approach. Yes. When I'm filming, I never try to film and capture um, other people. Yeah. Instead, I try to capture products and services. And I feel like because I naturally have that respect for businesses and for people's privacy, Mm. um, I feel like so many windows open for me because of that. Mm. And, uh, I think that that's the, the most important thing that I think anyone should take away from this is you get good things happening in your life based on your approach on whatever you're doing. Mm. If you have a negative approach to something, or if you have approach that has an underlying like bad, um, meaning, or just it's. It's not a good thing. It's like a negative thing that you're doing. Uh, the chances are, whatever you put in is what you're going to get out. But because I go in um, respecting the store, I respect people's privacy, I respect everything that I do there. Um, I feel like people are just so willing. I mean, there are people at this store that will ask me for what my channel name is. And they will tell me like they're gonna be following me. And just recently, actually, um, there was just a random stranger Mm -hmm. asked me for my advice on one specific product. And I said, oh my goodness, everybody that I've told to try this has loved it. And they've never looked back. And they were like, oh my gosh, really? Now I have to try it, right? (laughs) And I was like, by the way, um, if you ever needed to know more recommendations, I do this thing, right? And you can find me there. And they were like, I need recommendations. No one here ever helped me with that,
2: right?
1: And so they they went on, they subscribed, and they left a comment. And you know what their comment said? They said the person that they met in the store is the exact same person that they've seen in these videos. And that's like the biggest compliment I've received so far because no one really gets to meet me in person besides the people who are in my inner circle right. and for it to be a complete stranger. This is my first time meeting them. This is our, you know, they say your first impression is everything. Yep. How powerful is that first impression that yep. you, you met me one time and on one time you watched, I don't know, let's say more than one video, mm-hmm. let's just say two to five. Right. Yep. And now you've just, now, you know, that's authentic.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: That's what I want. That's, that's, oh my God. I almost cried that day. Cause I was like, this is everything. This is, <laughs> this is all this hard work has paid off because of that Yeah. one thing. Because I know I'm the same person as I am on camera. Um, But other people might not know that. So for it to just be a random person, you know, I wasn't trying to impress them. I wasn't trying to win them over. It was just a natural encounter, Um, which I hear all the time that I am just this person that anyone can talk to. Um, Sometimes it's nicer in a situation when you've never met the person before. Um, You've never had any encounters with them. And they say that because in that moment it's not like ability, it's just authenticity. And that's it. And that's that's an amazing thing.
0: It's it's priceless.
1: It it's, really it's, is.
0: Now now um,
1: That is why I add zeros to my numbers.
0: <laughs> well you, you have to. You have to. <laughs> you you have to. Yesterday's price yeah. just went up. Remember that. Like it's yeah. It's a real thing because because you You have to put the price on that. You can't let somebody else put a price on your authenticity, right? Like it's, it's one of those things you have to be able to own that. Um, I think the best thing though, that you mentioned was you really painted the picture for what it looks like when you can be yourself through and through in any and every scenario. Yeah. You know what, when you can be yourself at all times, Life is just that much easier.
1: It's so easy. I mean, you wake up and you're like, "What do I got to do today?" Like, I just got to be me.
0: You you see what I'm saying? And 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 so for anybody that's out there that's trying to downplay actors, nah, actors have a bloody hard job because they gotta pretend to be somebody else all the time. And if you are an actor in real life, you got problems because you ain't getting paid for it. So, find yourself (laughs) and be the best self you can be. Yeah. Everybody else is taking it. Right.
1: If you find yourself and you find that you're not the person that you want to be, change it. Yeah. Work on it because you're only as good as you claim to be. And if you're not happy with where you want to be, you're in control of that. Like, you need to change that. And it's okay because, you know, even with my experience, I wasn't there. It took me years to get there. I mean, like, years
0: to but get there. I, I got to put it... And a, now
1: that I'm there... <laughs> it,
0: right. It's, it's beautiful.
1: It's a beautiful thing.
0: You know? But I want to put a disclaimer out there. We're not saying for you to be a flip-flopper. Nobody likes flip-floppers. <laughs>
2: No
1: one
0: no, don't be a flip
2: flopper <laughs> Right. You're either the,
1: the ish or you're not.
0: Right, right. Or you're the ish. The, the real ish.
2: <laughs>
0: it's <a Natalie> show. <laughs> you know, so you gotta you gotta pick, but be authentic, yeah. whichever one you pick. You gotta be true to right. it. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Now, this is the fun part. The, think, okay. the thinking out loud. You know this already. You've been here before.
1: Oh, i got to take a deep breath first, you know, and do like
2: a little stretch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, let's do this. Let's do this. Okay. Would you rather lose the ability to laugh or cry every day for 10 minutes Randomly,
1: you know what? I think I would like to cry every day for 10 minutes. Randomly, <laughs> I just cried recently, and I'm telling you, so I was like, Man, I feel good. <laughs> it's necessary, you know. You gotta water those eyes every now and then. Every 10 minutes, my vision would be perfect. <laughs>
0: Oh my God. I need my laugh,
1: okay?
0: <laughs> it's funny. That's why That's why I, I put that one together because I'm thinking, if I take with the laugh, what does she have? Right? So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. No. I'm definitely crying for 10 minutes. I, I need the laugh. I need the laugh. Yeah, yeah. Listen,
1: I could even laugh so hard. I'm crying for yeah, 10 that's minutes. That's it. I'll
0: get both. Two and one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Two when and I'm one. In the
0: laugh. You
1: know?
0: You know? So. But that's what it is, man. That's uh uh-uh. uh. I appreciate that. What are you currently working on that's keeping you busy? I know you mentioned that you've been doing a lot of um um like seminars or something like that. Is it webinars?
1: Uh, it's not so much like a webinar. It's um, every now and then I'll be included in like a live session where I talk with other like-minded creators. Okay. And um, I've been really loving it. Essentially, I'm public speaking, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in communication. So communicating with others has never been an issue for me. Right. However, I never really saw that I had so much influence mm-hmm. um, with people in my area or like my my uh, business because I I didn't know a lot before right, right. and um, what I've been hearing a lot about from other creators is that I'm like their biggest hype woman mm. and you know like when they say that I'm like you know what of course I am because if you're my best friend you already know
2: right I'm
1: going to be your biggest hype woman that's just the type of person that I am I love cheering other people on yeah. um, I love being honest You know, Mm -hmm. and if you're going to be a hype woman, you got to be honest Um, because you can't hype up the bad. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) You got to like only hype up the good. (laughs) Um, So that's what I do. But something that I am working on, um, but I'm struggling with, and that's okay because every time I struggle with this, I actually think of you, believe it or not. Um, You said something to me once a long time ago about how if you wait on something to be perfect, you'll never launch. Yeah. And um, so I'm working on launching a website. I want to create my own home on the internet for my people mm-hmm. where I can offer them even more value um, and just build a closer relationship, get them on my email list, and just kind of like make sure that they know that there's a place where they can go for more, always in the event all the other platforms were to not be around anymore, right?
2: right.
1: And um, I would think I'm pretty. Tech savvy. However, building a website, <laughs> 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 building a website has been a hurdle for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm not giving up though, and I'm not aiming for it to be perfect because I believe that what you said was right. I believe that it's better mm-hmm. to launch and make corrections after, as yep. opposed to never launching because you have too many corrections. So. That's it that is my um that's pretty high on my to do list because i would like to have that done uh way before the end of the year mm-hmm. uh, i don't have a number date as to when yet because <laughs> i need to like get yeah. back on it yeah, yeah um but that's that's like my next passion project uh, awesome. i want to create i want to create a home for my people and i also want them to just Never
0: have a day where they don't have value or
1: information from me. Um, so that's what I want to work on. That's, that's awesome.
0: That's I think, my personal <laughs> next step. <laughs> no, you know, it's funny. You're going to go through it. You're going to get it done. And you're going to be surprised at what you actually learn. Yeah. And what you do learn on that journey of this website.
1: Yeah. It's going
0: to change. It's going to change your world again.
1: Oh, yeah. Trust me on that. It's definitely It's going to change it
0: completely. Not, not just for what you're going to be able to bring to your, your community, but what your community is going to open, the doors that it's going to open for you.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? It's going to be doors that you haven't even thought of yet, but watch. Take my word Oh, for yeah,
1: I believe it's, it. It's going to come. Lately, I've been feeling like um, there's just so much opportunity, but it's coming in forms that I never... Like, I just didn't even know that these forms were possible for
2: me. Right.
1: Um, and now that I understand to not uh, limit myself or mm. to not, sometimes I'm going to be honest, I feel like we block our own blessing. Of course. You we. know, like, blessings are here for us, but we turn it down because we don't think we're worthy right. of those blessings. Right. And I'm in a position now where I'm promising myself. You're not allowed to block your blessing. That's it. Whatever opportunities come your way and you feel good about it, you need to make sure that you do whatever you can to make it happen.
0: Funny thing with that statement right there is years ago, um, I was doing a contract work after I walked away from a full-time opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing this contract work and I'm literally just managing a construction site at this point. Mm -hmm. making sure the workers show up when they're supposed to open the doors for them, such and such, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, I need to change something. But what am I going to change and do? Yeah. And so I decided, okay, well, let me go into photography and, and, you know, filming for myself. Mm -hmm. And then I started doing that. Prior to doing that, I was doing a lot of web design and stuff like that. And so as you're talking, I'm thinking about the blessings that we block sometimes. Yeah. And it may not be something that we are saying we're going to do. And so it looks different to us. Yeah. That construction site job, I never saw myself doing such work, but it showed up and I said, yes. Yeah. And the power in that is if we learn to say yes to everything, there's a lot of jobs that I got to do over my my years on this planet. That I said yes to, and I had no business saying yes to if somebody else was standing next to me that knew me. Yeah. Right? It would, it would be like, Derek doesn't know how to do web design. Why is he saying yes? He can do that. Trust me, I did not know until I said yes to that job.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I went and busted my backside, did the job. Yeah. Now that person that got the job, the, the you know, the end product was happy with it. And they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know you are And they refer three, four, five more people.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. But had I said, no, I don't do that. Yeah. I would never have met the other five clients following that person.
1: No, you wouldn't.
0: You know, so you're absolutely right. We need to say yes more than we need to say no. But we also need to learn how to say no when we need to say no.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: so it just goes back to what we were talking about earlier that, you know, being able to say yes and being able to say no, it's important because that's where we start blocking our blessings sometimes. Yeah. You know.
1: It's definitely a big struggle for a lot of people too.
0: Oh, it is. It is. It's a real thing. It's it's definitely a real thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you think if you went to post secondary for the stuff that you're doing now as a career, would it be as beneficial to you? Or do you think the lived experience trumps the institutional?
1: I personally think the lived experience for my career path mm-hmm. is definitely more valuable than going to like a four year school to right. learn it right. because In my industry of like advertising and marketing, things change on a day-to-day basis. And the information that you're going to learn in those four years is likely not going to be relevant to what's happening currently because a lot of these platforms, they're in competition with themselves because everyone wants people to be on their platform. And when these companies are constantly competing with each other, things change. And if you're not able to adapt to that, which I don't think that in university, they teach you enough about how important it is to adapt (laughs) and have that be a quality on your resume because things change all the time. Like think of this pandemic. Did any of us ever foresee something like this happening? No, but Mm -hmm. you know, we're here now and it's either you can thrive through it by adapting or you can, Sit down and wait, but I mean, it's been almost, what, two years? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, how long are you yeah. going to wait for?
0: Right? Exactly. Exactly.
1: Um, so you definitely need to understand that you have to adapt. And and right now the information that I'm learning is things that I need to do right now. So I feel like my success has been because I learned something and I need to act on it. That's it. Uh, it's not something that you learn, you sit on, you try to figure it out. Like you need to make so many mistakes so that you can be good and you can't be afraid to make those mistakes because no one is perfect you know right like nobody is perfect and without making these mistakes you're not going to be able to work smarter because in your head you're going to think you do it right every single time and nobody does it doesn't matter who you are nobody does it right every single time so give yourself grace you know allow yourself to make mistakes but your mistakes are only good if you learn from them you know if you want to keep making the same mistake that's that's on you. You know, you're wasting no one else's time but your own.
0: Amen. So if you're going to
1: make a mistake and learn from it, then it's one mistake less that you won't make in the future.
0: <laughs> right? Right? So it, it's, it's it's funny. Um, I thought about this this quote here or statement. And, you know, we've you've, you've heard diamond in the rough. Um, you know, you can get diamonds out of coal and all those things. But often we look at our situations and all we see is the coal, the darkness. Mm-hmm. We can never envision diamond coming from that.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And so therefore growth is stunt. And that's the end of that, that, that journey right there. So it, yeah. it, the light gets dimmed before it even gets a chance to, to shine. Now, where do you see yourself as an entrepreneur By the end of 2022, I'm putting out uh, a prediction.
1: By the end of 2022, I'm going to be full-time in my career. There you go. I know that. I'm not going to say I hope. I'm not going to say I think. I know 100% I'm going to be full-time.
0: And what does that mean when you're full-time?
1: Full-time means I won't have to rely on any other job or a source of income for me Mm -hmm. to thrive. I will be able to do what I'm doing right now, um, full-time, making a full-time living. Uh, I think that there's going to be so many opportunities in front of me that I'm going to have no choice but to turn most of them down because I just won't be able to take them all on. Uh, And I'm excited for that. I'm (laughs) so excited for it.
0: That is, no, but here's the thing. I'm going to say this. You're already doing it full-time.
1: I am. The
0: only difference is by the end of next year, the income is going to reflect that.
1: Yeah. There we go. Yes. Now. I want to be able to do wondrous things by 2022. That's it.
0: And it's going to happen. I believe that.
1: I believe it too.
0: Before we wrap things up, can you share an important life lesson that you've learned recently through this journey of just ups and downs and and? Anything that you've learned that stuck to you that you've kind of been riding with?
1: What I've learned during this journey is really two things. Um, I've learned to be you and nobody else. You know, Mm. don't compare yourself to anybody else. Don't aspire to be like anyone else. Just Mm. aspire to be the best version of you that ever could possibly be. The second thing that I learned is you need to be able to show up for people too. Because if you're so stuck on you that you never take a moment to celebrate others around you, when it's your time to shine, those people are not going to be there for you. And and no matter how big you get, don't ever knock that ladder down. You got to take people up with you. If you're going up, bring other people with you too. And I feel like that is the key to having a successful business or a successful brand. It's understanding that nobody else Can be you. And even though you're that great, allow others to be great too. Right. Because it's one thing to be great and be on your own, but it's lonely when you're (laughs) when you're great and there's no one there to support you. Well,
0: they say great leaders also need to know how to follow.
1: Yes. Yeah. Right. So that is so true. That is so true. So throughout this journey, I've been on a steady growth, um, a growth that stuns me every day that I wake up, but there's so many relationships that I've um, built during that time Mm. and I don't plan to leave any of these people behind. You know, like I, I get the compliments and the comments that I get because I show up for people, even though I'm focused on me, like it's okay to focus on you and be there for other people too. You don't have to be selfish. (laughs) Yep. You don't have to be selfish. You just have to be humble. Just know that your blessings could be blessings for other people and when you're blessed, it's okay to bless other people too.
0: Man, I appreciate you so much and the message for this one is definitely showing up. Yes. Definitely showing up.
1: Show up for yourself first yes. so you can show up for other people too.
0: That's it. And then after you show up for those other people, you can show up.
1: <laughs> we gonna show up
0: together. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You got to show up and show out. That's it. (laughs) All of us. I know you potentially are going to have a lot of new listeners to this episode um, because as my community is growing on this podcast, new listeners are tuning in and so forth. So how can they get a hold of you and how can they follow and how can they subscribe and support and also get you to do some work for them. If brands tune in to this or anything that has a, anybody that has a, a brand that they're working on, how can they commission you to help them out, get their, their situation up and running?
1: So if you want to check up on me, you can just go onto YouTube and you can just type in D and Sam And the moment you do that, I'll be there. And if you're a brand that needs to reach out to me, you can either reach out to me on Instagram at dnfamofficial or you can just send me an email at dnfamofficial at gmail.com. I'm definitely open to collaborations and I'm definitely open to meeting new people, helping brands unlock levels that they haven't unlocked before. Um, and dive into influencer marketing, which is on the rise. And if you don't get with it, you're not going <laughs> to not gonna make it. <laughs> right.
2: So, right.
1: Um, yeah, it's really easy to find me. Uh, and as long as you reach out, I always work my hardest to make sure I respond back.
0: I appreciate you so much. Thank you again for making this happen. I want to thank all the listeners for this episode and all those before it. Again, if you didn't get a chance to listen to episode two, go back and check it out. Got Donna there when she first started the beginning of the year to now where she's at. Completely different um, situation for her. I think the gems that she shared in that first um, episode is definitely going to be something that's going to help you make the connection with who you've just heard in this episode here. And you'll see the growth in the two conversations there. I think it's critical. Uh, Continue to support the show continue to support my guests when they do show up and and, and share all the information with you that they're sharing. And without further ado, until next episode, love, peace, and nappiness.